Hey guys, welcome to an all new episode of Screen Beans. We're your hosts, Carolyn Chillick. And Jerry Wilson. And this is episode 159. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it is. 159. <laughs> and uh, today it's all about Pika Pika. Pika Chu, or wait, Detective. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Pika Pika. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I think that wraps it up for us today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, any news out there since uh, Monday? Since Monday? No. I'm sure there is, but no. We did add a movie to our list. A uh, trailer came out for Maleficent. Would you like to say that, Jerry? No, I would not. We're going to put it on the list just so Jerry will have to say Maleficent. My tongue does not bend that way. It, <laughs> it has a very hard time with that word. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> but uh, I think we're going to add that to the list uh, since New Mutants has been pushed back. Yet we'll again. Just, yet again. To next April. So we'll uh, fill in that hole with Maleficent. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's only, it's only going to come out now two years after its initial release date. Yeah. I mean, I, I just can't feel like this movie's any good if they just go like, eh, who cares? Just move it back. So, whatever. On that note, I guess we'll go ahead and get started. Sound good? <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Perfect. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. So we saw Pikachu this weekend. It was a, a full family affair. <laughs> mm-hmm. The kiddos were, were there. They were excited. Oh, yeah. They knew them some Pikachus. I think they were a little bit more excited about the Godzilla trailer than the actual movie. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just trying to raise them right. <laughs> sure. But uh, um, I have to say, I mean, I thought that for what it was, I mean, it was a PG movie, so it was kind of geared towards younger folk. But I do think that it was an entertaining movie. I didn't have a problem with it. Did I need a seat in the theater? You know, probably not. But do I regret seeing it? No. I think it was a fun jaunt. And I thought that all of the Pokemons looked really cool. I thought the mm-hmm. idea of the movie is kind of really cool and you know, I guess they the Pokemons like in the world live in the wild, but everybody gets their one Pokemon. Like they get their Pokemon partner, mm-hmm. and um, this one city, Rhyme City, is the one place in the world where, like, it's the Pokemons kind of live with the humans. Yeah, they're, not, they're like a domesticated Pokemons, I guess, or. It's like because some of the some of the Pokemons that looked like you know they had jobs they were you know doing things they're just in, living in their Rhyme, life. Rhyme City, Rhyme City was also um, banned from uh, Pokemon bo- battles mm-hmm. um, because I guess going into this movie I I just knew a a little bit of Pokemon and that's just stuff that I just you know well, have seen I, or heard or caught. I mean, Window. I feel like our age, we were almost, when Pokemon hit, I remember friends' little brothers mm-hmm. being really big into Pokemon. Yeah. 
And, I mean, I think we kind of missed it. I remember there being a cartoon. But I feel like we were just old enough. Like, I think it was when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. So, it's like you're just a little bit too old. It was more of, you know, the younger, the Gen Wires. Yeah. And I guess my, my gist of knowledge of that is the Pokemon. You had these balls. You threw them at these Pokemon. You captured them. You trained them. You fought them. That was my extent of my knowledge. But I more was, than I knew. I just knew there were trading cards, and you traded. And you, I think you did your like your battles with those cards. You threw down the cards. What I, I guess I'm way out of my depth I'm, on this. I'm surprised it took this long to get the to a Pokemon. I mean, I know there's been animated movies and animated mm-hmm. cartoons and all that. I feel like, I guess now maybe technology has made it to where it could make a decent Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And now with this movie. I liked I liked the story. Yeah. It, was, it had kind of a detective-ish kind of story with some really cool-looking Pokemon. And I liked how they did it. I think for adults taking their kids to see this movie, like I think the, the adults will be entertained doing this. Now, there's been some ridiculous kids movie out there <laughs> that just completely put me to sleep, like the Ninjago movie, which was horrible but with this movie it's like i was completely fine with it i i liked the story i thought the pokemons looked looked awesome it it was very entertaining and i you know didn't leave there thinking good god i i wasted you know an Mm -hmm. hour and a half of my time and i will never watch that again no this movie i'm i'm pretty sure when it comes out i'm pretty sure that i will digitally purchase it and my kids will want to watch it. And you know what? I'll have no time. I mean, I'll have no problem sitting down and watching it with them. Right. I mean, if you like start, I agree. I think the story was fine. I liked the detective kind of angle to it. Mm-hmm. It had kind of some good twists into it. Um, and it had, I mean, very, you know, fairly decent actors in the, in the movie as well. Yeah. And um, I think that... I forget, now I forgot my point. Oh, I think if... This is my point. If you want to dig down and stuff... I mean, yeah, you can find kind of little plot holes and find different things that are wrong with it. But mm-hmm. you kind of have to go into this movie not expecting the world and, like, you yeah. know, critically acclaimed kind of movie. It's made for kids. It's it, Yes. And it's you, made for kids. if you're digging it's, into a kid's movie, it looks, then... It has cool Pokemons. You know, you kind of can see, like, a real-life version of something that you've seen animated your entire life. Which I thought those those were great. Like, they made the Pokemons look just like the Pokemons, which is awesome. Because yeah, it's like they did a good job of making them look real, but not... And keeping the you know, the classic characteristics from the cartoon, Mm -hmm. but not over the top real. Like, you know, sometimes things try to make it too real and it's like, you got to keep the characteristics and the iconic look of the cartoon. Mm -hmm. Just make it three-dimensional and add some shadowing and some, you know, actual scales or skin and fur Mm -hmm. and, you know, making it work. But you can't, you can't take it too far. And I think that's some places... You know, some movies, they try to take it too far. Like, like a good example of a bad execution was the Sonic trailer that came out a couple weeks ago with that Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Looked fucking horrible. It's like, okay, he's blue and he has spiky hair, but he doesn't look like Sonic the Hedgehog. And that thing caught flack 
day one mm-hmm. so much so that they said, okay, we're going to redo Sonic <laughs> yeah. before the movie before the movie comes out. Yeah, I mean, it's like when people grow up with something, you're going to have to keep that iconic look no matter what. You mm-hmm. have to stay true to the characters and to their powers and to their looks. And I mean, I feel like Pikachu, I mean, I'm, you know, it was awesome. Even like Jigglypuff. I mean, these I, I'm going to say names like I think I know characters, but <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I know Jigglypuff because mm-hmm. it's Jigglypuff. Yeah. <laughs> but there was like this, you know, dragon kind of character. And and he the looked fire. really I mean, cool. he was cool. And that fish thing where it, you know, turns into that big mm-hmm. kind of serpent kind of thing. Um, I mean, I have to say that, you know, a lot of movies, you know, they put the money in the wrong place. They put money in the right place for this. This is... Yeah. Pokemons were the stars. The mm-hmm. human characters, they needed to be good at... You know, they needed to be good and play their parts. Yeah. But really, people are going to see this because they want to see Pokemons in real life. Because mm-hmm. how many people out there, you know, playing this Pokemon Go, wish there were Pokemons out there that they could actually <laughs> capture and, you know... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also like the the interactions between the, the main guy and pikachu i mm-hmm. don't know his name in the movie because i'm bad with names um but yeah i liked i liked their whole you know cop duo ish right thing that they and he that they has had like a storyline that you know he doesn't have a pokemon and mm-hmm. you know i guess it's it's like a thing you have a pokemon partner everybody does mm-hmm. no matter where you live in the world everyone has a pokemon and, and partner. if not you're weird right and he was weird because he didn't have one. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes back to his story. Like his mom died when he was young. His dad moved to Rhyme City. And mm-hmm. the son didn't want to move there. Because he blamed. He His dad kind of basically chose Pokemons mm-hmm. over him. Because he put his life into this Rhyme City. And the Pokemon yeah. and all this stuff. So he. When he was a kid he loved Pokemon. He even had a Pikachu bed. Which made for an awkward moment with <laughs> him and Pikachu. Pikachu. And, um, but he kind of, this is kind of him kind of learning why his dad did what he did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he really was a good guy. And, um, his dad's p- Pokemon partner was Pikachu. Yeah. So. I also liked how Ryan Reynolds was the, uh, the voice of Pikachu, which I thought was, I mean, that kind of made, I mean, which I thought was awesome. Cause it, like, you know, going into trying to do a, a Pokemon movie, I, I thought I thought they did a really good job with it. Mm-hmm. Even making Pikachu have a voice and can communicate and all that. But just to I, his son. Just, yeah, which that's all. That's everybody else. That's still just all you needed. Pika Pika. Uh huh. But and I thought you, that was cool. And I mean, I think that then they kind of explain it why mm-hmm. that happened. So yeah. the whole gist of the movie is this old guy is trying to find a cure. He's the one who created Rhyme City. Mm-hmm. Pokemons were the key to his, uh, you know, living and all this stuff. And he mm-hmm. kind of like created this. And then they kind of, you know, make it sound like his son hates Pokemon because kind of similar to the main character, mm-hmm. his dad dedicated his whole life to Pokemons. Well, you kind of find out, you know, the big twist is that that guy wanted to... Become, like his, he, he his, wanted to live into a, a Pokemon because I think he could probably live longer 
right in there, but it's like he made Rhyme City to be a safe place for Pokemon and and humans to live together and get along and all that. But then on the outskirts of town, they had that where they do experiments experiments on Pokemon. On Poke- yeah, like the complete opposite. That, that right, and so his key to living with Pokemon is for everyone to become their Pokemon. Yeah, you would do you, you would So the mo- the most powerful somehow. Pokemon was like Me Too or Me You or something like that. Something. And um she has the power to connect souls to Pokemon or something like somehow, that. Somehow And he yes. could control her. Like By he, his little headset. Like a little headset where it kind of connected and he could control her. Which was also cool because I've, I mean, since I've watched the movie, I've also seen the trailers, I don't know how many times since then. And I've gone back and I've seen the trailer to where that scene of Me Too or whatever, the that one at the, the almighty one, comes through the uh, parade float thing, doesn't have the headset oh. on, which I thought that was awesome for the trailer, so it didn't give anything away. Mm-hmm. Because in the actual movie, it has the headset because that's the way the old guy is inside that that Pokemon. Yeah, and so you find out that's kind of like one of the powers because she is the most powerful Pokemon there is. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of like an ancient, like she, they no longer, like she's the last one or I can't, something like that because it's Mm -hmm. like she's the only one. But um, anyway, you kind of, you find out that's what he wanted to do, and then Rhyme City, all these people started turning, you know, connect, you know, mm-hmm. turning into their Pokemons or, you know. But uh, <laughs> even if it was your Pokemon partner, they still couldn't. Like, this Pikachu was like, this is the only time this has ever happened, ever, with Pokemon. Like, where you can understand what he's saying, other mm-hmm. than Pika Pika. Because yeah. even your Pokemon partner, they say that they can't understand you. But they can feel your feelings. Yeah. Or so, like they yeah, can. Yeah, they, they, they can feel what, they you're, feel your what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And so um, the one thing I thought was weird was when Pikachu, there's like this moment where Pikachu kind of gets hurt and pretty mm-hmm. much almost dies. It's like, so they're surviving this whole thing and then a little rock hits him and then he, it's like almost dead. <laughs> like, I don't know. It made it seem like yeah. It's like it's like all the you know because all the 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 mountains and stuff around them were actually giant sized experiment yeah. Pokemon's that were standing up, and as they're standing up, you know, rocks and boulders and trees and everything are falling, and they're falling and they're sliding down. And yeah, at the very end of it, he's like safe, but then this 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 rock, the size of his hand, hits him in the chest, and now he's like down and out. Like, I mean... Like, he is... That's like life or death. I know. I'm so like, I thought okay. that was like a little bit over... I'm like, I feel like if you wanted this... Okay, maybe so. I mean, he's a little guy, and this rock is falling pretty fast. But I feel like he kind of like go, Poink! Ah, I'm dead. <laughs> I don't know. It just... I feel like they might have needed to make it a little bit more dramatic when he gets hit to make it... Because I feel like, wait a minute, they sure are overreacting about this bruise. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I, that was just kind of like one moment, but it kind of gets them to me too. And you mm-hmm. kind of find out that what they've been believing to be true this whole time was kind of being manipulated. Because the yeah. guy who runs Rhyme City, his Pokemon is some 
I, I don't know Pokemon. So I, it's like this know. morphing Pokemon yeah, that can and when, and turn when, itself into humans. It can turn itself into other Pokemons. You never know what it is. It just, you can tell by the eyes. Yeah, and when and they took the just, glasses off, people in the theater, the younger ones, they freaked out. Right. And they're like, they oh. understood. They're like, like oh. yelling out whoever it was. And then it starts, you know, changing into other people, other Pokemon and, and all that stuff. And it was very creepy with the, the beady little eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when it was a person. When it was like it her, just, the, the the junior reporter. Or the, the son. Because mm-hmm. you find out yeah. this whole time you thought the son, he was been captured. It's been this jiggly Mm-hmm. Whatever morphy thing that's been this. Whenever you saw the sun in sunglasses, yeah. So um, this whole time you were thinking he was the you know because that's what the story was kind of red. He was the red herring. He was mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, he's bad. He hates Pokemon. He's trying to destroy his dad's, um, you know, legacy and all mm-hmm. this stuff. When really it was the dad the whole time. Yeah. And uh. But you know the big the big twist, and then they kind of explain like why he can hear, you know, why he can understand Pikachu mm-hmm. is that to save his dad, that me me too or whatever combined Pikachu and his dad mm-hmm. in that in that crash. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of like what made it to be, you know, kind of explain, oh, okay, so that's why he was able to hear because he had the connection with his dad and mm-hmm. and then his dad ended up being Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Somehow, some way they when they at the end of the film, I forgot how they were able to split them apart, you know, Ryan Reynolds and Well is that me too. Yeah, he I mean he did it, but it was yeah. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And so now I guess Pikachu's back to, you know, all, all, you, all you hear him say now is Pikachu. Pika Pika. Yeah. Pika Pika. Mm-hmm. Pika Pika. Mm-hmm. So if they do another one of these, how do they how do, they do it? Uh, I is don't it know. just like Ryan Reynolds and the kid, or is it the kid and Pikachu, but Pikachu doesn't talk anymore? He just says Pika Pika. Pika Pika. And the kid Pika. still has to find his Pokemon. Because he thought mm-hmm. Pika, you know, you would say, oh, he's his new Pokemon partner. Well, he doesn't have a Pokemon partner now because mm-hmm. he's back with his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that little the little skull, the little dinosaur with the skull cap. Yeah. <laughs> he was pretty cute too at the beginning. Yeah. And uh I don't know his name, but my five year old does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they they were telling all the names. Uh but I think you know that altogether I think that yeah, I mean if your kids love Pokemon don't be afraid to take them to this movie because it'll be enjoyable for you too. Mm-hmm. If you like any I mean it's it has a decent story. They did a good job with the story. Yeah, and I think the story's the story's enough for the adults to actually go there and actually you know be entertained uh-huh. by. It. I mean, it's not a difficult story to follow, but it, it was it was better than I thought it was was going to be. So as so as somebody who doesn't know anything about Pokemon, so Pokemon, the only thing it talks is its name. I have no idea because like the so the main. You know, the love interest, you know, the reporter, you know, she's like an intern. Mm-hmm. Hers was a side duck or something. And that's all he would say. So I'm guessing, is that the thing about uh, Pokemons? Is that they just, if they talk, they just. You are asking the wrong duck. person. Yeah. Wrong person. <laughs> well, why don't you, when you get home, ask your kids. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll ask them. I'm not sure they're going to, you know, give me the answer. 
We'll say. <laughs> they I probably don't know. don't know. All right. I can name you all the Pokemons. I can't tell you anything about mm-hmm. them. Yeah, because that's all they say is their own, is mm-hmm. what they are. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe <laughs> that's, that's how the they answer. know the names. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Anything else? I mean, this was a short podcast, but I mean, it was, it was, it. Well, the problem is, is when a movie is decent, there's nothing to complain about. I mean, there's not, I mean, like, to, something to sit and complain about this movie. Um, I mean, I don't really, I mean, there's nothing really to complain about. I mean, it's not, like I said, no. it's not critically acclaimed, you know, awesome dialogue and all this stuff. It was fun. Yeah, Ryan it was Riddles, a fun, entertaining. I mean, it's kind of a a cool juxtaposition with kind of his attitude mm-hmm. and Pikachu's little cute little body and, you know, the, the scenes where he's, you know, being a detective and, you know, he's drinking all this coffee and, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's de- basically Deadpool in a Pikachu costume. I mean, I'll, you know, it's kind of like... Doing some detective work. Uh-huh. But, you know, the PG version of... But, you know, it's kind of like Ryan Reynolds' usual shtick, but it's funny. It works. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely works in this movie. It kind of adds a different dimension to this character. Um, in the end, you don't know if that was Pikachu or if it was the dad. Like, yeah, attitude-wise, like, is this really the Pikachu or was it the dad the whole mm-hmm. time? You know, you don't really... Yeah, because because Pikachu at the beginning of the film he doesn't he doesn't know. Yeah, he has amnesia. Yeah, so he can't remember anything. He just knows that he needs to find the dad, mm-hmm. and that you know somebody took him or he basically knows that the something. dad is his 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 partner because yes. he's got the little detective hat on mm-hmm. and it says on the hat. And That's his, how he knew to come to that house. And his amnesia, he, he also doesn't know how to use his powers because there was a underground pokey battle mm-hmm. going on, which I don't know how underground it was because it was like a it was like in like a nightclub. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things like, yeah, it's not officially happening, but we all know that people are doing mm-hmm. it. If Pokemons uh, want to do it, why I mean, yeah. they have free will. And then and the and the Pokemon the battle that was going on when when we first got to that that place it was pretty cool mm-hmm. I was sitting there watching that and then you know Pikachu gets in there with I don't know Char I don't I yeah that's don't that, know the big dragon who he looked really cool yeah and the big thing was this was this R drug mm-hmm. that somehow and made the Pokemons kind of go crazy like it. You know, the dad had found some, mm-hmm. and the son kind of lets them out. It was like this. They just purple... become like rage while the while the stuff is in their system, right? And um, you find out that's something that they're getting from this me too. Like mm-hmm. that's they're kind of harvesting this stuff from mm-hmm. her, and um, so that was kind of like a, in those Pokemon battles, they would use it to make your Pokemon go crazy mm-hmm. and to fight. You know. Nothing, you know, at no at no costs, you know, just yeah. full force, and um, and that's also when the Pokemon got that R drug. <laughs> that's what made them susceptible to be able to be combined. Yeah, with normal normal folks, and they were gonna have a mass combining at the parade because all the the, the balloons. balloons and floats and all that all had that R gas. Yeah, and they had in them. and seeing those balloons were all of the Pokemons. Mm-hmm. And then those even look more like I mean those pretty much were the cartoon characters. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean the the movie does a good job where it's like 
you know, you get these movies and the director or the producers, they want to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. No, you can't do that to something that people grow up with. Same thing like with comics. You can't just do your own thing because you want it to be dark and you want it to do this. You got to keep the integrity of the characters because mm-hmm. people are not. No matter how good the movie is, if it doesn't fall in to what mm-hmm. it, they have grown up to believe it is, uh-huh. then forget it. Yeah. I mean, example, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. I mean, that thing, they they are making those animators and all those people work big time hours to redo Sonic the Hedgehog for this movie that comes out this year. Well, and plus, I mean, you can think about like the DC. It's like mm-hmm. when you try to change the character, no matter how good the movie is, if it doesn't fall in line with what the character has been built up as through the years in cartoons, comics, whatever, mm-hmm. games, you people are not going to want. They want to see it's, what yeah. they know. It's kind of like you and Wonder Woman. Like when she gets to the point to where she's going to go fight What's-His-Nut at the very end. He looks fucking ridiculous. Well, yeah. Well, I'm talking more about, like, Batman and Mm -hmm. guns. Well, yes, I... Yeah. But I feel... um, It's not... It's not just that. It's just, like, you know, it's... You know, I'm... You know... You gotta... Long story short, Pokemon did a good job. They Mm -hmm. kept the the integrity of the characters and the Pokemons and what you expect to see. I like how we always come back to to Zack Snyder and his DC failures. <laughs> Where it's like, Pokemon did everything right that Zack Snyder did everything wrong. Well, right, because it's still something new. It's still something we mm-hmm. haven't seen. It's a different story. It's a different way of thinking about it. But you know what to keep and what you can change. Mm-hmm. You got to have that kind of that basis line and then you can then do whatever you want with it. But you gotta there's a certain yeah. stuff and you know, the peop when people know what it is and they embrace that, then it's like, okay, now they're gonna make a good movie. Because that you know and people are gonna it's something that people are gonna wanna see. And like you said, it's something that would be for, you know, you know, you're gonna have parents, you know, younger parents, you know, twenties and thirty year olds that did grow up with Pokemon, mm-hmm. and now their kids are, are doing Pokemon. Binging it on Netflix. And and so this definitely, I feel like, if you were, you know, in that generation, then there's no reason that you wouldn't like this movie. Yeah. If you, it, it had, I mean, I feel like if you, it kind of touches on what people mm-hmm. liked about it. In yeah, the I thought, place. I thought it was, I thought it was a solid, solid movie. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather watch this than Justice League. Yeah. But that, now, I think, with that, I think, I'm sure that there's, you know, know, when the movie is, like we were saying, it's when it's decent, and you you know, you're talking about all the stuff you like about it, it doesn't, you can rag on something for Mm -hmm. an hour, hour and a half, easy. Yeah, it's easy, it's easier, well, it's, especially for me, it's easier to complain about something. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have a degree in complaining. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if that was a compliment, but sure, take it however you want. I'm gonna take it that way. So, um, I'm ready. I'm ready for some grades and some ranks. Okay. Well, since it's your show, you can go first. Um, I'm gonna give it a solid C. Um, I mean, I feel like, like I said, I like the movie. Did I need to see it in the theater? No. But 
I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I'm giving it a C. Okay. I completely agree. I'm also going to give it a C. It was a solid movie. Like you, I, I mean, I, you know, I don't need to see it in the theater. Um, but it would make for an awesome Friday night at home movie. Right. And the kids would enjoy it. And the, I, I would have no problem sitting through it again because the story was, was good enough to where it was interesting. I liked the, the way the Pokemons and all that looked. So, mm-hmm. yeah, see. Cool. So, then let's get to the rankings. So, so far we have eight movies. Yes. So, starting at the bottom with number eight, Hellboy. Number seven, Alita. Number six, Lego Movie 2. Number five, Glass. Number four, Pokemon. Number three, Shazam. Number two, Captain Marvel. And number one, Endgame. All right. Well, mine's going to be very similar to yours. Uh, eight is Hellboy. Seven is the Lego movie. Six is Alita. Five is Glass. Four is Pokemon. Three is Shazam. Two is Captain Marvel. One is Avengers. Well, there you go. We're agreeing again. Oh, and our lists are really close to the same. Yeah, I know. But we'll see what we'll see how that changes with Godzilla being our next movie up. Oh yeah. I feel like this is going to be a Punisher moment. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's the next one we had up. We were thinking about Aladdin, but we've both vetoed it, I guess. Too much singing. (laughs) I was wanting to put it in just to make you sit through it because you're making me sit through Godzilla. But then I decided I don't really want to sit through it either. So, (laughs) who's really getting punished? (laughs) You would be getting punished twice. In a row. I would be getting punished once. So... I'll find something else. I'll find something else this year. <laughs> so, um, anyway. I think with that, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. We'll be back next week with the season finale of Game of Thrones. Um, we're going to go ahead and put a hold on all of the CW shows, TV shows out there to when everything has its finales. Because half of them are having finales this week. One is having a finale next, or two of them are having yeah, finales Sunday next week. Sunday and Friday, week, yeah. But we wouldn't be able to get the Doom Patrol one until the next week. So yeah. we decided we're just going to wait and do a whole finale show. And that way we can rank all the shows as finales. Mm-hmm. And then we can kind of do, um, after that we can do our wrap-up of the big five. So next yeah. week we'll just be having the Game of Thrones. So it'll be a one-podcast week, so a little yeah, bit of a Yeah, but that's going to be a huge podcast. Yeah, it's going to be big. Well, um, and talk about a show that we can talk about because we enjoy it so much. I mean, we can talk about that thing forever. Yeah. And I could so start right now because there's so much stuff we didn't talk about in this past week's episode. Yep. Hold <laughs> it. Hold. Wait for next week. But anyway, so you can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us at Twitter, at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, you know, wherever on the dark web you can find us. So until next week, we'll be talking to you later. Bye, guys.